0: This podcast replay is brought to you by RedRecover.com. From NFL stars like Hayden Hurst to daily warriors like yourself, their wraps and pads are designed to deliver maximum benefits with each treatment anywhere you go. A ride, a ride. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend that is Matt Verderam. How are you feeling, baby? Feeling good, good, feeling good.
1: Waiting for us uh, to get about a foot of snow here today outside Chicago. So I'm just settling in and accepting it
0: yes yes God you guys are getting some of these brutal ass storms bro it just uh it seems like they just get um, more extreme is what it seems yeah. like whatever yeah. it is it just becomes more extreme uh whether it's a hurricane tornadoes uh, snowstorms it's just man it just seems to be more and more extreme crazy stuff dude so uh, be safe out there. So you guys, when you know it's like you do the same shit we do in Hurricanes, right? You like run to the store, pack up some food and, and drinks and all that because you're going to be stuck for a while. And you got to make sure you have uh, the goods while you're in there, right? Is that, you is know, that the honestly, deal? Honestly,
1: I don't because I'm and probably like a lot of people in Florida, maybe, maybe idiotically. I'm so used to it that if I have to go to the store, I'll just go out to, to the store. Like I have a Jeep, so I'll just jump in the Jeep and just go, which is stupid. I don't advise doing that. Um, but no, we're getting like a half foot to a foot of snow. The thing that makes it tough today is it's a lot of ice mixed in. That's when it's dangerous. That like that I will not drive in. If it's snow, I'm more concerned about some, somebody else who's driving 70 on a side road because they don't care. And they're in a Camaro and they have no ability to control their vehicle. That person I'm terrified of. But when there's ice, that's when you have a problem. Because I don't care if you have four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, nine-wheel drive. Like, if you hit ice, you're going off the road. So, that's where you really got to be careful with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, when you when you tell me that, you know, I'm a Florida guy. So, it's not like I have a lot of experience driving in ice. Yeah. So, did you go to the Dallas Super Bowl? I didn't. That was
1: before I – that was – uh that was a little before my time covering the league.
0: Well, you know they got hit by an ice storm. This was, oh yeah, I, don't know oh, I remember. Yeah, was it eight, ten years ago? I don't know. what oh, that was something. Like
1: that. that was like twelve years ago. Yeah,
0: twelve years ago. Okay, yeah. I don't know, bro. It's it, time flies. Yeah. And so I'm with one of my producers, Brandon Rodriguez, who's an awesome dude, and um, he gets sick as a dog. So I got to go out and get him some some medicine. You know, it's not good. And I it's shit good. you not, bro, I was doing about literally five miles an hour because when i and all i had to do was go like two miles away or three miles away took me 45 minutes to do all of that because i literally was going five miles an hour because i saw idiots doing 15 and 20 and 30 and hydroplaning into the wall of the of the highways i saw like three four accidents on my way to to it all i had to do was get up on the on the thing, get off in two exits because I'm following, you know, yep. the, the 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 Google thing, and boom, and I drive right in, and I tell you, it took me 45 minutes because I had I, I said I'm not crashing, dude. I'm gonna go like barely the, the 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 speed when you lay off the damn brake and just ride however far how fast it can go a couple miles. That's as far as I'm going, bro. Like a like a Walt Disney ride or something. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. The I, idiot mayor she did not want to salt the streets because they don't do that there because she was afraid of the damage it would do to the streets <laughs> okay. so instead of salting the streets just like people ice just go flying everywhere that's great <laughs> I, you know, you it's, know funny. Like, it's funny you say like, that. Like, dude, they do this all over the country, and they do it lots of times. Every you're in Dallas, you're not going to get a lot of these. It's not going to do that much damage. Go ahead and salt the streets. I'll oh, tell my
1: you, God. it's funny. So, well, it's funny because nobody ended up getting hurt. But when I was in, when I was in high school in a small town in New York. I lived up in the in, the, in a mountainous region, and so people always think in New York they think of New York City. But I actually lived 90 miles outside of it, and it's mountainous. And so, our school system when I was a kid, it was like a running joke. They would never close school. We could get. Two feet of snow, they'd give us a two-hour delay, like, whatever it took to get everybody into school because nobody wanted to have to stay an extra day or two at the end of the year. So we get, I forget what, probably, I was May 15. We got, like, six inches, nine inches, like, somewhere in that range. And everybody's thinking, even by our standards, like, all right, we're going to close school today. Nope, not even a delay, nothing. Like, we're coming into school. Like, all right. Now, I lived, like, two miles from the school, so I, I just drove myself, and I didn't to take a bus or anything. So my buddy calls me. It's like the very beginning of like kids having cell phones calls me. It's like, Hey man, we're not going to make it in today. I was like, yeah, your road's real bad. He's like, Oh, our bus just slid into a lake. It's <laughs> like oh, slid into a God. lake. Like you guys all right. He's like, yeah. Everybody got out the back door. We're fine. I was like, Oh my God. I'll tell you what. For the for next two and a half years of high school. If there was a rumor of snow, they closed school. They were so terrified of getting sued by a parent. They're like, that's it. We're done. Now, post yeah. that, I went to school, college, in SUNY Oswego. It's a state school in New York, which is like 20 minutes outside Syracuse. It's right on the banks of Lake Ontario. If Dan Marino was standing at the edge of my dorm hall, he could have thrown a football into the lake. Okay, You want to talk about lake effects? snow? it's like Buffalo. My freshman year, people don't believe me. They can go look this up. We got 11 feet of snow in three days. In wow. three days. Days, they plowed the parking lots, and the only way you could find your car was to jam your arm into like a wall of snow and feel for a car, and then try to find the license plate and just clear that off. It was it was like a scene out of a movie. People were shoveling off their their like lower level roofs and then just walking off right onto the snowdrifts. That's how high it was. It was unlike anything I've ever seen before. Or since uh, it was a lot of snow, good times.
0: It's crazy, man. Crazy stuff. Well, what'd you think of uh, of AJ Brown saying, "Howie, you you better pay Jalen Hurts, <laughs> uh, or I'm out of here too. I'm going with them. I mean, this is not a Lamar Jackson situation. No, uh, Jalen has uh, an agent. Jalen has also shown drastic improvement in his passing. And he doesn't have the injury history, also, that Lamar has had. And right. so I, I think it's just a, a night and day thing. I think some people think that, you know, because of what's going on with Lamar, but I think Lamar's situation is completely different than everybody else, pretty much searching for a contract right now. I don't expect Hertz to have one issue whatsoever with his contract, I expect the Eagles to take care of that you know, properly because they've got the right guy, the guy that works hard and is willing to improve all the time. And he, and he's shown it.
1: Yeah. And I think too, you know, Harry Roseman is one of the top two, three jams in, in the league, not the yeah, best jam in the league, like man knows what he's doing. So he's not going to yeah. screw around with this. They, they know they have one year left in this deal because a lot of times when we talk about quarterbacks being eligible for an extension, like Herbert or Burrow or even, even two, although we know he's not going to be extended this year, like, those guys still have two years left in their deal because they have the fourth year and then they had the option. Hertz doesn't have the option, it wasn't a first round pick, so right. they have to extend him this year. They get in a very tough situation. Here's the difference with Hurts that makes this easy for Philly not only has he been durable, everybody on the team loves him. Not to say that that's not the case with Lamar, but they love him in Philly. And what isn't the case with Lamar, he's gone to the Super Bowl like he just went toe to toe with Mahomes. You yeah, can argue outplayed him, yeah, yeah. like yeah. he. You know you can win the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. You very well just could have. Like you went to the game, and you played the best team, maybe outside yourselves, or or you know however you want to look at it, one a one b, and you played the best quarterback, and you were right in that game. You maybe even should have won that game, depending upon yeah. how you wanted to frame it. So
0: um, yeah, with Lamar, with Lamar, you struggle to even win a playoff game.
1: Right. I mean, it's a totally different situation. There's no yeah. questions with Hurts here. Like there's, he's checked all those boxes. So, to me, yeah. yeah, I have no problem giving them the extension. I think with Lamar, you get into the whole well, He's been injured the last two years. Is he it's going to continue to evolve as a passer in the postseason, both for he and the team? It's been ugly. None of that's been true with Hurts. So, I, I think for him, yes, it's a lot easier of a deal to get done than some of these other quarterbacks we're going to talk about, like Lamar and, of course, Daniel Jones, who's not on the same tier as those guys. Anyway, no, uh, yeah. you know, but but – I think yeah for for Jalen Hurts this this should be fairly easy. The Eagles are going to find a way to come to terms with them.
0: If I'm if I'm Brian Dable, I got to tell you something. Nobody talks about this, but if I'm Brian Dable, I'm going. Well, wait a minute. You want this much, Daniel Jones? Hey, uh, get me Derek Carr on the phone. I, bro,
1: I've talked about that. I'm right there with you. Like,
0: if you're you, the you Giants- want this, you want this much? Hey, um. Get me Jimmy Garoppolo on the phone. I'll get him for less and maybe a better quarterback for me. If you're you are know, oh, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll have to deal with Aaron Rodgers, but you got to give up picks that's, and, yeah, Rodgers and that's a, a, a aid for a year or two. Yeah. And you got to deal with the, yeah. to me, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers belongs anywhere in New York, but nah. Derek Carr, if I'm the giants, okay, I, I'm thinking Derek Carr over, over if you did this with Daniel Jones, what right. are you going to do with Derek Carr? So
1: here's the thing. The Giants have 47 million in cap space. Okay. The only teams that are more are the Bears, the Falcons, and, and the Raiders. And we know the Bears aren't going after them. We know the Raiders certainly aren't going after them. So, you know, the Falcons, okay, fine. If you're Derek Carr, even if the Falcons can't calling, where would you rather go? Um, I, I mean, I I think for the Giants, you're right. I mean, I I've thought about this, and I've even written about this a little bit throughout the course of the last couple months. Like, if Daniel Jones is going to really overplay his hand here. And say so I want forty million. I want forty-five million a year. Like get the hell out of here. I bro. understand an agent has to go out and get the most for his guy, but you know what? Like at some point, you do overplay it. That's where you have a problem, right? It's like if you play poker and you've got a pair, and you're like, All right, I got a pair of tens, and you're playing at somebody, and you're like, know, oh, maybe they have a pair of tens in that or in that realm, pair of nines, pair, but maybe they've got like a flush, and you just throw. Every chip you have in the middle of the table, that's a problem when you flip your cards over. If that guy's got a flush, like the Giants, they have more leverage here than Daniel Jones and his agent think. Because if I'm the Giants, I'd be like, We're gonna first of all, we can tag you 32 million bucks, so you're not getting 40 to 45 million. Because why the hell do we have to pay you that? Secondly, like if I'm New York, I am absolutely sitting there thinking to myself there's no way we'll pay you that we'll go sign Carr, or as you just mentioned garoppolo even who i think garoppolo is a better quarterback than daniel jones so the question is can he stay healthy
0: right this he can't stay than, healthy yes. but, but that, that's why but yeah, he won't be able to demand this shitload of money either but
1: it's a yeah right of course it's a crazy crazy amount of money for daniel jones nobody anybody who pays him that should be fired immediately he threw for 3200 yards and 15 touchdowns he's right. Mac jones like, who's, right. who is paying this? Like, people have this weird thing about, well, he's so improved. Okay, yes, but he was improved off of being awful. It's not
0: right. like Trevor Lawrence improved and went from right. being good to an all-pro. Like, there but are plus, levels plus, of improvement in life. Plus, we saw Trevor Lawrence and Clemson play at an incredibly high level. We never saw Daniel Jones, really saw Daniel Jones no. play at an incredibly high level at Duke.
1: It's never. A weird, never. I think sometimes people just have this, like, this warped sense of reality where you look at these guys and go, yeah, but he won a playoff game. Okay, that's fine. And listen, kudos to him. That's fine. They beat the Vikings, who can't stop anybody, and then they went to Philadelphia and got beat by 100 points, and Daniel Jones looked like me trying to play quarterback. Like Nick F- I, Nick Foles
0: won a Super Bowl.
1: Doesn't Yeah, make him a good I mean, come on now. Like, that's just great – Ryan Tannehill went to the Ace championship game. Okay? Right. Like, you can't <laughs> – Daniel Jones – was helped out by the fact he has a great young coach. He has a really good running game. Defensively, they were better than people give him credit for because they got guys like Dexter Lawrence and Thibodeau at front, who are no joke. Okay. They're really, really good around him in a lot of spots. They're not perfect. They, now, to be fair to him, their receivers are awful. Okay. And he still was able to do some stuff. But that being said, I think the ceiling for him is Alex Smith, which is a good quarterback. There's nothing wrong with Alex Smith, but you're not paying Alex Smith top five to eight quarterback money. That's nuts. If you said to me the Giants are going to pay Daniel Jones three years and between 75 and 90, okay. I mean, I think you're signing up for three years of being a wildcard team, but okay. You pay him five and 200? Like, you're, you're not even making the playoffs when that money kicks in. Because you got to pay everybody else it's it's crazy
0: yeah no'm I'm, I'm with you uh, to me if I'm the Giants that's kind of what I'm thinking of and everybody's looking at Derek going to you know New Orleans or 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 maybe even the Jets or something like that if I'm the Giants man I'm, I'm 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 gonna force the Jets to maybe settle for Daniel Jones I'm gonna take you know Derek Carr when it's all said and done I just I'm with you it's just you pay that anybody that would pay Daniel Jones that kind of money you you've got to be out and if you're and if you're Brian Dable, do you really want to tie your wagon, Fred? Because you know, you and I know, you're stuck with him for three years. Because yep, that's it. not so much the salary. You're going to have to give him a signing bonus and guarantees. And I, and I guarantee you it's not going to be a one-year, one-year, one-year deal like they did with Derek Carr. No, 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 no. This will be... That that agent knows that this guy's not that good. You better time no multi-year deal, so he has at least a three-year contract. You know, from here on out, that's your job as an agent. You know what I'm saying? And so yep. that's where, man, that is a risky, risky, risky deal. Um, the Brock Purdy thing—that's a hell of a setback for the uh, the Niners. I saw that. Um, what was it? It was uh, Jeff Garcia. Saying that they should go with Purdy as the starter, you know, if he's ready for the beginning of the season. Now with the swelling and all that, and they haven't started the, the surgery yet, that that starts to become a setback for him to be ready for the beginning of the season. Yep. And then, um, I forgot which was the other former uh, uh, niner that said, no, they've got to go with Trey Lance. Uh, he's going to be the guy and Brock will be the backup. You know, in a way, I think San Francisco's in a screwed up situation because you can talk Purdy all you want, but, dude, you gave up three first-rounders and a second-rounder to get that guy. And at one point or another, you've got to shit or get off the pot, and you've got to try to justify that move because, you know, this is the problem that Miami has with Tua. You screwed up for two years with Fitz and Jabroni-Brisquette and all that stuff, and you didn't develop him for those two years. Plus, your head coach couldn't build an offensive staff. So now year three rolls around, and now you've got year four coming next, because you've got to then decide on the tag and, a, and, a, and, a, and an extension. Right. Now yeah. you still don't have enough because you know Tua can play at least, but you you got to now see if he can stay healthy. That's his next you know thing. Right. So you're stuck in a rock and a hard place. You're going to do the same shit with Trey Lance. You keep putting it off and putting it off, and all that you spent, you're never going to find out about the guy, and you've got to find out about the guy whether you hit on him or not. You're controlling Purdy for three more years. He's a seventh rounder. He got more than he expected. He can sit and wait. Sure. But you got to find out about Trey Lance, whether you like it Man. or not. I right? seen so many people.
1: I've seen so many people in the league. Like people cover the league who are
0: like, well, you know, Purdy deserves a
1: shot, bro. That's not the NFL. That's not the way this works. The NFL doesn't care if you deserve something or not. The NFL cares about how things look in a lot of ways. And let me tell you something. The Niners have one seventh round pick invested in Brock Purdy. They have three first-round picks invested in Trey Lance now, and a second rounder, if, and a second rounder. If Purdy proves to just be that much better than Trey Lance, then look, the best man wins. Fine, fair enough. If it's arguable, Trey Lance is getting that job because they invested that much into him. That's the way this works. I'll give you another example from this past season. Okay, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Chiefs took him in the first round. The Chiefs for two years have tried to make Clyde Edwards-Helaire their feature back. Okay. In fact, for three years, three years, they finally halfway through the year. Unfortunately for him, Edwards Lair got hurt, and they said, "Okay, Isaiah Pacheco, your seventh round pick, fine, play." And he played so damn well that they're like, "Well, what what else
0: are we gonna do?" Like he's playing, and 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 so the they, and the worst part about it was what? I'm not a cheese fan. I'm a fifteen hundred miles away, and I'm going from the beginning. Hey, that Pacheco guy. Yeah, why aren't they playing him more? Because. Yeah. Every time he comes in, yes. he runs. He reminds me of a young Marion Barber that he runs with this anger, yes. this they, force. You know what I, I'm saying? I don't know and that he's he ever, not Derrick Henry. Like right. Marion Barber right. and him did not, they don't have the bodies of those big backs that are super physical, bro. but yet they run that way. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. And Chiefs fans were saying the same thing and yeah. all that. And you were saying it. And then eventually he gets his shot, and I mean, it's over. He got his it's shot over. because CH
1: got hurt. I mean, that was basically it. And then they finally, like, he played so well that the Super Bowl, they made Edwards Alaire inactive, healthy and active. But they, but like, it took all that for them to find, find this guy so good. Like, we got to play him. And I think with the Niners, the reason I bring that up is the Niners are going to look at this and go, look, we invested a ton in this guy. We're going to look like dopes if Trey Lance just flat out can't play. So we're going to give him every shot. Now, that being said, look, if Trey Lance goes out there and he's just terrible, then that that's, that is what it is. They're not going to lose games to try to prove themselves right. But with Purdy having now to reschedule the operation, you're talking potentially six months out from that operation? Like maybe he starts a year on the pup list, and he's out for I think he will month. Right? Yeah. I mean, that is going to give – Lance is going to make it a break it in the first month of the season. Either you're going to prove you're the guy – or it's going to become, okay, you're not the guy, you can't do it, and Purdy's gonna play. But that first month is gonna be fascinating in San Francisco. There's no no opportunity for a slow start if you are if you are Trey Lance. You gotta start, you gotta start fast.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. And that's why to me that that's uh one hell of a gamble. I think this happened after uh your thoughts on the Fangio hire officially. I think I think Fan Joe's a, a, a terrific hire for the Dolphins. I really, I mean, he's look. He
1: didn't work as a head coach, but a lot of guys don't work as a head coach or great as coordinators. That's, that, that's irrelevant. Okay, um, Steve Spagnuolo didn't work well as a head coach either. Man, it's three Super Bowl rings as a D coordinator. Wade Phillips, bro. Right. I mean, there's a million. I would never him as a head
0: coach, Ar- but I want no. him every I mean, single time as my defensive if, coordinator.
1: If you go back and think about the, if you go back and think about the Dolphins in the seventies, Arnsbarger, right? Great yes. coordinator went to the Giants, was terrible, so on and so. Fangio is an excellent defensive coordinator. He's very much like he, like he plays he plays in a lot of ways the same way the Eagles play defense because he he was a, a consultant for them throughout the year. Um, you know he plays some of that that zone but he'll, he'll also bring some pressure. Um, he's had a long history of being a damn good defensive coordinator whether it was Chicago, San Francisco, Denver. I mean, I honestly, I was actually talking to somebody the other night, and I was going over the teams I think could make a jump from being like a fringe contender to a contender. Miami's one of them because of Vic Fangio. That defense yeah. was a mess at times last year. That defense will not be a mess under Fangio. It will not be. My biggest question now is Tua and his health. Because the rest right. of that no, team – Look, that's you, you still got some spots in the offensive line you'll have to shore up, okay, but –
0: but it's are... only two. Right, but it's not it's a disaster like it was. For the Dolphins, it's better. For the Dolphins, that right. is an incredible accomplishment. You don't have to worry about your center, your left tackle, and your right guard. Right. I that that, that is that's
1: sick. So if you Dolphin. can if you can like maybe plug up one of those holes and then, you know, defensively, look, like I think they're gonna be a lot better just literally because they have Fangio. So um I, I think it's, a, I think it's a great opportunity for the Dolphins to really improve very quickly defensively.
0: And by the way, I, uh, I've mentioned this to a couple guys. I, what I thought was amazing that they really didn't have a relationship. They kind of, you know, had a couple of conversations in passing. They had the same agent and yet they were, they were connected with each other from last year. And, and, and that, yeah. and that kind of That whole thing kept riding on. That was the theme the entire time. Fangio to Miami, Fangio to Miami, McDaniel. And and to me, in this game, in the way it's played, the way it's hired, the way the buddy buddy system happens in the NFL where bad coaches float from one team to another because their friends keep hiring them right this is not the norm actually usually if you don't have some kind of a connection a real connection a real right. relationship right. these things don't happen to young coaches where they get established guys like this
1: no it's, it's, it's a home run hire I, I think he's an excellent i think he's a top five defense coordinator in the league might even be a top three like he's really really good and to add him i really think it'll just elevate the talent on the roster like i don't I don't know that they have to go out and do that much because really, really, like the Dolphins have talent on defense. It's not like you look at the Dolphins just go they have nobody. I mean, I, I love. So oh, they were
0: injured the last year. Right. That was a problem. That, that was a By- part. They couldn't run their defense because Byron Jones yeah. was out the that entire was, year. Yeah. Nick yeah. Needham went out. Brandon Jones, their strong safety, went out. And X was playing like at 70% with the with either one or two growing injuries, depending on what part of the year, you know, we're talking about. And so the pressure that you really wanted to run with that defense, you couldn't do it anymore because your secondary was, you know, left out there to hang dry. No. And, and by the way, well, Fangio's scheme – it's also imperative that your secondary is super healthy because he doesn't necessarily blitz a ton. He blitzes on specific moments. He's not going to be as blitz happy as Flo was, or even Josh Boyer last year wanted to probably be more blitz happy, but he couldn't once he lost all his secondary, you know, overall. So it's going to be a little different in the sense, but the secondary still has to be really healthy for Fangio. It does. It does. I think the guys who are going to benefit most from this are guys like Jalen
1: Phillips, who's a really good young player who I think nationally gets underrated, who's going to be on the radar after this season.
0: Guys like Brown. Javon Holland. Holland we talk Holland's about, be, yeah, we talk it, about it. coverage. Oh my yeah. God. I yeah, think Javon Holland's going to have seven plus interceptions next year.
1: Well, they'll they'll move him all, all over the place with Fan joke. They'll play him as a safety. They'll play him in some man situations. Like they'll, they'll move him oh, yeah. all over the place. He's a
0: slot guy. He can yeah. cover
1: the slot anytime right. you want. He can cover a tight end
0: he if you feel of, like
1: it's a little bit of a, of a clumsy comparison, but he kind of reminds me of Tyron Matthew in some ways. Like the way he's bigger, a lot a lot bigger of the, Tyron
0: Matthew, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. bigger
1: than him, right? But he, he oh, just in yeah. sense of like he does a lot of different things in the second there. You can move him all over the place, Great. make him kind of the queen of the chessboard, if you will. Um, yeah, but I I think like Jalen Phillips and everything. Look, let's be real, the Dolphins gave a huge contract to Bradley Chubb. Like fans has got to make that work, that's got to work, right. that's and that, and by working, that's got to be 10 plus sacks a year, like to pay him that yes. amount of money. Bradley Chubb's got to be a difference maker week in, week out. Not like oh, he had three sacks this one game, and they disappeared for a month. Like he needs to be a big time guy. But I think, I think the Dolphins getting hit. Most, I, the East is really interesting, especially if the Jets go get it Carr Rodgers, because the Bills are going to start losing guys, and then you've got the Dolphins who I just said I think they're going to be one of the teams that are really on the come up this year, even more than they were a year ago. And then the Jets. If the Jets got a quarterback, the Jets are a playoff team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender with Carr, but they're good. Rodgers, they could even, like, advance in the playoffs. So um, I am fascinated by that division. That division could be really, really interesting depending on how the offseason shakes out.
0: All right, one more thing before I let you go. We got a very interesting thing developing in Buffalo, and it happened a couple of times this year, and now this is scene three of, uh, of this drama. Scene one was – a first half game where Stefan Diggs was not getting the ball and the coach had to go over to console him and they were hugging and talking or whatever. And then the second half, they threw him some footballs and he was all right. At the end of the year, he stormed out of the locker room and all that kind of stuff after losing and then then came back and all that kind of stuff. So now uh, he tweets out, and people are a little concerned in Buffalo that uh, he is um, he is uh, getting at it again. He says, everybody knows what's up with me. Cole Beasley tweets back to him, I don't know what's going on. You don't hit me up or nothing, LOL. He then hits back and says, I stay out of the way and mind my business. So some people are talking about like he's, you know, ruffling some feathers, not happy in Buffalo for whatever reason. Maybe he doesn't believe in Josh Allen anymore. I don't know what the hell it is, but clearly we saw him leave Minnesota. He was very emotional. He's been, I think, too emotional here in Buffalo because I, I don't think there's anything to complain about. I know no. you haven't won a Super Bowl yet. But damn it, dude. You're on a hell of a team, bro. You you you're putting up, you know, pro all-pro numbers every year. You got a guy that throws you the ball a lot. I don't know what more Stefan Diggs wants. You know what I mean? Does he just want to play with Mahomes? So he for sure, you know, it's it kind of reminds me I I did the I did a piece this week on on um on Eric Bieniemy and I yep. said this is what men have to do. Okay, forget about the black and white thing. We know it's kind of unfair. All of Andy Reid's white assistants get the head coaching jobs, and then he hasn't. Now he's got to go to Washington to become an offensive coordinator, but I commend him for that because you've got to leave the Andy Reid umbrella and go prove to people that that doubt you still that you can do it on your own away from Andy Reid. So I commend him for doing this. But when I look at Stephon Diggs, it's like, yo, bro, you don't need to go anywhere. What is wrong with you? Yo, he, Chill out. He, don't be so emotional. Uh, You're not getting, you know, the short end of any stick here overall. You got your salary. You got your stats. Hey, bro, it's a team game. Maybe uh, they'll figure bro. it out as a team.
1: I mean, I got news for him. He signed for five more years. and three of those years, he's not going anywhere. Because if you look at his contract, uh, the Bills would be eating mu- like insane amounts of money to trade him. So, right. um, look. I don't know how he feels about it. I've actually interviewed him a few times. He's always been he's always been great to deal cool. with. Uh, yeah, right. a great guy. Um, yeah. At least in my experience. I, I will say this, though. This is something that happens as a team, not just for Diggs, but as a team, when you have a team that has major expectations and you fall short. Then it becomes – like for the first couple of years with that Allen run in Buffalo, it was a little bit like Camelot for the Bills because it's, hey, look, they've stunk forever. Now they're good. They've got this great young quarterback, and everybody's excited. And if you lose an arrowhead in the AFC championship game, okay, fine, you're supposed to that year, right? right? Then they now the expectation said it. oh, Now yeah. it's like, all right, but now you've got to go further. Then they lose that 13 seconds game. They never should have lost, right? Then this year, you are the odds-on favorite everywhere to win this. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Everybody's picked them to win the Super Bowl. They go to the playoffs. They barely beat Skylar Thompson and then get absolutely plowed by Cincinnati, who then gets beat the next week anyway.
0: Who, by They're, the way, Cincinnati was going to plow your ass a couple weeks prior, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, right, uh, it looked like that was coming. They we're around. on their way to
0: plowing yeah. your ass yeah. That's so right.
1: It's like you sit there now if you're a Bills player and it's like, I'm not saying it's not fun. I mean, you're still on a really good team, but now there's a major amount of pressure on you. Like, right. oh my God. Now are you, you're underachievers. Are we Instead never gonna get Instead of overachievers. A right. Now are you're you underach- gonna be are you gonna be one of those teams that everybody looks back on and goes, You were really good, but you never got it done. You never even got there. Kind of like those Air Coriel Chargers teams, right? All those years you're like, Yeah, you guys were a lot of fun. You were really memorable, but like, what'd you win? Nothing. Nothing. And it's harder, I think, for them because the Chiefs now have one, two. The Bengals have got no Super Bowl, and the Bills are just sitting there. And it's and now the Bills are starting to lose guys. Poyer's a free agent. Edmonds a free agent. Singletary's a free agent. Like it's getting harder, not easier. And so I think I think that's part of it. With Diggs, is like this year was supposed to be their year. And it, and look, they wouldn't have to go to Arrowhead. It would have been a neutral site game in Atlanta, and you got waxed. Yeah. That hurts. And you would have had Mahomes on half a leg. And you couldn't even get there. You got killed in the game. I think it's a lot of pressure right now in Buffalo. It, it was all oh, fun yeah. and, and, and it was all magic. And now it's like.
0: Oh, and by the oh way. Man, now, it's by the way, Dolphins and Jets have closed the gap on your ass too. They have. That's okay. the real division. If the Jets get a quarterback, that's it's, going to be a lot of trouble. It's a real for, division. For yeah, instead
1: it's of, a real instead division. Instead of just penciling in five and one, now it's like maybe you go three and three in that division. Maybe it's yeah. not as easy. And. Again, I think, you know. For and by the way, this is going to start with Cincinnati now this year too. There's going to be some pressure yes. on that team to win this. because yeah. Everybody in their mother knows Burrow's going to get paid. Chase is going to get paid. All these guys, Higgins.
0: That pressure. You see the reports coming out. You see the reports. They're trying to trade Tyler Boyd. They're saying they're not going to be real players in free agency right now. I bet. Why? Because now, now you got to pay the Piper. You got to pay. pay. And that's where I honestly, and not to bring it always,
1: to back, but like. Kansas City winning really early with Mahomes, it removes all that Crazy. pressure.
0: They won, and
1: now then it was like, okay, look, if they lose with a, bunch of, game, with a
0: bunch of kids in that secondary that that played their asses off, yeah. like, road he road said road. it. He said this was a rebuilding year for yep. them,
1: and they they won Basically. anyway. But I mean, it's but you know what, all the pressure was off with them because they had already won. Not, not say you don't want to keep winning, but th- you'll never have to panic and go, oh god, are they never going to win with him. They won, right? With Burrow right. now, I'm telling you right now, that is going to be Cincinnati this year. Not so, And maybe they they thrive in the pressure and they win it all, but that is going to be Cincinnati this year. Where You're going to have people who go, hey, man, this is your year. This is it before it starts getting really expensive around here. And we got to start making decisions on who's gone. As it is, both their safeties are free agents. Pratt's a free agent. Like this is. It's already going to get a little more difficult, but it's going
0: to start getting real
1: difficult. Yeah, in a couple but, of years. but
0: notice the attitudes coming out of Buffalo. It's it. they're talking about how, well, Hey, uh, lawyer, you know, things are going to get a little harder for us. Now we've got to pay some people They're They're kind of setting people up now. Right. And in right, Cincinnati, right. same thing. They're kind of setting people up. Hey, listen, we can't go out and be the kind of players. And then you hear hunt talk. And what did he say? He said, every year you have Mahomes, you have to go for it. Yes. Completely different attitude from when you, because if you have Joe Burrow, then I, I want to hear you say the same shit. Yeah, you should be all out. I, if you have Josh Allen, I want to hear you say the same shit. I don't want to hear, it's kind of like what I hear with the heat at times. Like, Mickey Harrison is a billionaire and I'm constantly hearing, well, you know, they don't want to pay a luxury tax and bro, dude, please you're a billionaire you don't pay taxes on all your ships i don't want to hear this cheap ass shit from a billionaire meanwhile here's here's steven ross new practice facility oh 800 million injected into the stadium to improve roof all that other stuff tunnels bridges i don't know if you've been there but it's like it's gorgeous brings an f1 race saves the tennis tournament I mean, the guy spends money like it's going out of style. You don't oh, he Fangio. Okay, great. You you want Hill? Let's go. You want this? You want that? He pays anything. Teron Armstead, Connor Williams. He pays anything you need. Yeah. And to me, that's what I want to hear from my owner. And so when I see Buffalo talking yeah. and trying to brace their fans in Cincinnati, and then I hear Hunt say, "No, man, we got we got. When you have Patrick Mahomes, you go for it every year." But
1: by the way, great. and I'll leave it at this, you want, you want to really piss off your franchise quarterback, tell him that in the middle of his prime that, hey, you know, listen, this year, you know, we're not we're not quite sure if we're going to be able to, to go for it this year. Are you kidding me? Like you, I mean, and by the way, okay, all these guys that own these teams, every one of them have more money than God. Okay. Yes. And 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 Mike Brown, I know he inherited the thing from his father. I get it, I get all that. He didn't make his millions and billions elsewhere. The man is worth enough money. Like they just built a practice facility for the first time. They've been practicing like outdoors under an overpass, essentially, in Cincinnati for years. Go out and spend some money, man. Like go out and spend some money. You will get it back in jersey sales and merchandise sales and advertisements and suites and all the rest of the and like, you'll be able
0: to if you feel like adding more seats to your stadium, you'll be able to do oh, that. Course. You can do all you know, those.
1: up, and all these guys come out and they're like, you know, please, you know, can you can you spare a dime, brother? Like, give me a break. I mean, you. Right. I'll give Jerry Jones one thing. Look, I got Jerry Jones is not always a, right. a, a role model in some ways. Say. Okay, Jerry right. Jones spends money. He wants to win. He's got different ideas of how to bring in streams of revenue. And the other thing in the NFL specifically, guys. You've jumped in bed with gambling in a way. that The money is just at this point just overflowing, okay? I was at Radio Row. You know the biggest setups? Because you've, of course, been there. You have all the tables and you have the setups around, like those big stand up The biggest ones were FanDuel and DraftKings, all right? So the NFL, guys, you have this whole other world now of money just pouring in, all right? Spare me the whole, I don't know if we can sign Jermaine Pratt. You know if you could sign Jermaine Pratt? It's 60 million bucks over like four years. That's like me right. spending fifty dollars at the at the gap. It's you can do it. I promise. It's okay. I then if some of these guys may like it's an excuse to be cheap. That's what it is, more than anything else.
0: Yes. You're right. All right. Uh tell them about Stack in the Box, my man.
1: All right. So every Tuesday at noon Eastern, you can check out Stack in the Box. You can subscribe to it on YouTube. Uh, as I always say, I see a lot of you guys over there, which is always cool. Um, and then uh yeah, you can check out the column, which is on Mondays. It comes out at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, on fan I tweet out as well. You can follow me on Twitter at my name. Um, and you'll see it there also. So uh, a lot of stuff during the offseason. I will be in Indianapolis next week. I'll be there all week I'll for the combine. Oh, you uh, you'll I'll be there, there as well.
0: Oh, for sure. I'll be I get there Tuesday, leave Saturday.
1: All right, we'll How have to go you, to then? uh St. Elmos. I get there Monday oh, and yeah. Friday night. We'll have to I'll text you. We'll have to uh let's, get the shrimp let's cocktail. Go
0: th- let's go Thursday. Okay. Let's go Thursday because Friday okay. gets freaking crazy. Plus, fri- is it Moe's? Do we go to Moe's still on Friday? I haven't been there in the last couple of oh, God, years. I, I usually so, get is- out of there
1: Friday afternoon. Oh, maybe I'll stay until fr- late Friday night.
0: Cause Friday night is where – oh, that's right, you bastard. You get to drive. I do. Lucky. I do get to drive. Three hours. Yeah, that's right. It's just popping in and out for you. Damn it. Uh, right. But, yeah, because Friday usually is that big night. Usually at Moe's yeah i don't know right if,
1: downtown there it's kind of i don't uh, know if
0: the last couple of years because i haven't been there because of the pandemic this is the first time i go back in three years okay so i don't know if it's still most because one year it's was been canceled couple-
1: then last year it was weird like last year it was like kind of back but not like completely because people were still that's little why years, i held so. out
0: that's why i held out one more year and that's why i'm back now yeah because yeah, so, yeah i'll yeah, be there
1: i can't i can't wait i saint elmo's is uh well, oh, for sure. St. El- St. Elmo's talk about money. The owner at St. Elmo's is like, thank God for this week. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna clean the house like nobody's business.
0: Like always. Like always, dude. H- you do you ever go up to the bar on the top? You know, I haven't. I haven't actually. Gotta check it out. Oh, check it out. Anyway, we'll do that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see on Thursday. We'll uh yeah. we'll 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 do some uh with some dinner. All right, Matt, appreciate you as always, my man. Thank you. Take care. You got it. Matt Verterram, stack in the box, fan-sided. Follow him on Twitter at Matt Verterram. And when it comes to Red Recover, I tell you all the time, my hair is growing back. For you ladies, the wrinkles, if you're dealing with all kinds of soreness and pain, tennis elbow, pickleball elbow. I don't know if you – do you get pickleball elbow too? I would imagine so, right? With tennis and pickle – I don't play either one. I've played them, but I don't play them. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like golf. I'll go out and, and you know, go out and hit the links with you. But please don't score what I'm doing because I'm just out there to screw around, have a beer, smoke a cigar, crack a couple jokes, laugh. That's kind of that's my golfing, really what it is, you know, that kind of stuff. But, hey, listen, you're dealing with soreness, maybe an old injury, maybe an old surgery. If you're about to have surgery or you just had surgery just had surgery and you've got a scar. Red light therapy can help you make that scar disappear. That's why the crow's feet can disappear and stuff like that. We've got those pads for the ladies. Anything and everything. My wife uses the one for the bottom of her feet every single day, man. Because She's a teacher standing up all day. Go to RedRecover.com. We've got an awesome deal going on. 30% off. I don't know when they're going to end it. It might be here at the end of this month as they just ended the other deal. They might be ending this deal too. Redrecover.com. Check it out, baby. Get 30% off. All right. There you go. Matt Vertoram, we step out of the huddle.